As a result of the continued spread of coronavirus, many of us have found ourselves under a prolonged lockdown. A lockdown we weren't given much time to prepare for mentally or physically. Throughout this mini-series, we are looking at a number of different ways COVID-19 has affected our bodies. And today, we're looking at returning to work after lockdown. This is Your Body Under Lockdown. As always, I'm joined by Tony Lawless, holistic health coach, expert, owner of QuantumFlowPerformance.com and author of Quantum Flow Running. Tony, what will be the challenges we face when returning to work after lockdown? Well, I think as we move out of our lockdown and we start to get back to what's considered to be, I suppose, our normal life, we're going to be faced with maybe the fallout from what has happened during lockdown, how it's impacted on us in a negative way, I suppose, both mentally and physically. So I think we've probably become a good bit more sedentary during lockdown. Our physical endurance and both our fitness and our concentration levels have probably both dropped dramatically as well. So it's important for us to try and establish a positive daily routine while we're still in lockdown that will help us to prepare both mentally and physically to get ready to go back to work and hit the ground running, if you like. And what would be a positive routine? How can we implement one now? Well, I think we've gone through a good bit of um, the skills that we would need to have that positive mental and physical uh, routine to help us actively thrive during and, and definitely beyond lockdown. So things like staying physically active that we talked uh, to, uh, about during the first episode, that's most important. The phys- Being physically active will help us to improve our energy levels and it also helps to um, get our moods right and, and lift our moods. So controlling our moods is most important. Becoming emotionally self-sufficient, we talked about that. And obviously then a balanced, healthy diet. And by that I mean mentally and physically that we talked about in the last episode. They're all going to be really, really important features for us. During lockdown, have we lost any of our skills? Will there be things that when we return to work that we were just not where we were before? I think our concentration levels, our mindset will be will be hard to get back to where we were before. So being able to concentrate for long periods of time is something that can leave us because we've been more relaxed, more sedentary. And uh, we've, we're, even though we may still be working from home, we're still um, reducing our levels of concentration. And that's the big thing. Once your concentration levels are lower down, then you have to find ways to practice how to concentrate. And by that, the best way to do that is probably through awareness and building physical energy levels as well. Because if you're physically active and your physical energy levels are high, then there's a good chance your concentration levels are going to be much higher too. The challenges from of working from home for a lot of people have been distractions and trying to maintain concentration when kids are around or just a a change in the routine. Have you any techniques of how we can improve our concentration? throughout the day for those pivotal moments when we do have a bit of time to ourselves? Well, I, I, the way I would work it, certainly um, by working from home, there's no doubt it can be very um, frustrating. So we end up suffering with a bit of low productivity due to those interruptions that you were talking about and also about a lack of focus. So there's a, a really, really good uh, technique called the Pomodoro Technique developed by a gentleman by the name of Francesco Cerillo. um, And that was developed in the late 80s um, in Spain by a Spanish man. And I would use that technique daily. I find it absolutely fantastic. I've used it to write a couple of books and also the running course online. And it's very, very efficient. And so 
the way it works very simply is that you set yourself a target of maybe 25, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. You put the timer on your watch and a countdown timer on the watch. Now you have to decide how long you want to actually spend focused. So if you're spending 25 minutes or half an hour and you have the countdown timer, once it's finished, that countdown timer, it's finished. So you do your half an hour, you're fully focused, and then you take a step back for about five minutes and you try and relax your shoulders, get maybe that little bit of extra nutrition in. We talked about uh, water and becoming dehydrated and maybe just using those couple of little things while you have a little break just to restore a bit of balance and to restore your focus. And then you go back and you take another 35 or 40 minutes, whatever you need, to sit down and focus properly. And you work completely um, on whatever task is in hand for that particular 35 minutes. And you would take another break after that. And you can do three or four of those. If you get that done, I guarantee you that Pomodoro technique will be really, really successful for you. And it is a great way to stay very efficient and very focused and improve or increase your productivity levels during the day. And you have a blog post on that on quantum flow performance for anybody who wants to revise that as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And what it'll do as well, that blog post will also give you a little bit more information on some little tasks and stretches and how you can actually improve um, during that five minute break, how you can improve your focus and your energy levels more importantly. So you're getting rid of a bit of stress and a bit of tension that may have built up. And then you're seeing yourself refocused and re-energized during that five or six minutes. So, yeah, there's plenty of information on the blog post. You talked about uh, coming back to work. Um, How do you come back to work if you've slightly veered off course and your routines have totally changed? Are there certain things that we have to look out for, certain signs that say, okay, hang on a second, uh, just be careful here, you've got to look after your nutrition, you've got to look after your body. Are there certain signs that we should be looking out for over maybe the first week when we do return? I think when we return, we're going to possibly be faced by uh, reconnecting with people that work in the office with us. So maybe hearing some of their stories, connecting with them and, and sharing stories, um, that sort of Uh, I suppose conversation is not always going to be uh, helpful or or enjoyable. It could be very tragic. We could be talking to somebody, one of our close colleagues who who may have been close to a bereavement and and maybe lost somebody during the COVID-19 virus. And so we've got to be faced with our own energy levels emotionally and physically. And I think that comes from really being able to say, well, how am I feeling right now? physically and mentally. If you don't take the time to sit down and see how you're feeling, then you're not going to be in a position to be able to do anything about it. You'll just take it for granted and you'll just get maybe tireder and more lethargic and basically your productivity levels will sink down when really it should be at a time where we're trying to move forward and maybe regain and re-establish ourselves and re-establish a, a work pattern for ourselves when we go back to work. So energy levels have got to be up. Has the lockdown, do you think, given us the chance to become a bit more present? Yeah, I, there's, there's a very interesting one. We talked about being, uh, you know, being present or I am now here. Uh, we talked about that, in, I think, in episode three. And I, I absolutely think so. We have got to think, well, of course, it's optional, isn't it? You've got to decide. It, it is an option whether I want to think about myself and um, where am I going and what am I doing? Am I doing the right things? Am I uh, a leader 
or am I specialising in just pushing other people along in and helping other people or am I actually setting setting standards uh, that I'm happy and comfortable with myself? So it, it has given us a great opportunity to sit down if we want it, but we can ignore it as well. It's up to the individual. What are some ways we can invest in how we are feeling tomorrow? That's the big thing, isn't it? A lot of the time we go and we really don't care and we don't put any thought into it. So the big ways that you would uh, invest in feeling well tomorrow is by doing something today. Obviously, your nutrition is going to be key. We talked about that earlier. But also your physical ability to stay energized. That's going to be important. And I would say something like the Pilates does that. So if you can keep the energy levels up, the heart rate up, and also lower the acid levels. We talked about that. If you can lower the acid levels in the body, then we're going to be more focused, we're going to be more relaxed, and we're going to be more energized as well. So they're the three things we need to focus on. A lot of us may feel a bit of fatigue when we do return to work uh, as our routine has changed, as we maybe have to reintroduce the commute um, and deal with different challenges or returning to work. How long should that uh, process take? That's up to the individual, really, isn't it? I I think one of the big things will be... um, You know, if we can use the affirmations and we can focus on what we do want, what we do want to achieve. So our positive self-talk and that allows us then to course correct as we go along. So you can talk yourself out of something or you can talk yourself into something. And if you go back in a positive way to say, yes, I can do this, I am doing this, then obviously the amount of time that it takes you to settle down is going to be way less than if you go back causing resistance saying no I can't do this I can't manage this or I'm fearful about going down this road now or what happens next so you really need to have that positive self-talk and if you can maintain that positive self-talk then you will settle in much much quicker. I know you had a couple of techniques for us in the other episodes on uh, stress and you know um, techniques that we could use whether it's pilates or breathing or things like this have you any techniques that we can use as we return to work things that will maybe help us feel a little bit more present affirmations that we can use have you anything along those lines well the one i i really love and i use all the time is if you can picture it just writing i am nowhere Writing that is all one word. Nowhere is all one word. And what that does is it explains basically that we tend to rush from one place to another. And that's my reminder. So as soon as we get somewhere, we're thinking about getting somewhere else. And we tend not to be present. Whereas if you put a little space in the middle between nowhere, if you put it in the middle between the uh, the W and the H, it becomes I am now here. And that's really important. And that helps us to be present. So I think it's really important to live in the now, to focus that no matter where we are, we are now here as opposed to being nowhere. And if we can keep reminding ourselves of that, then we will more than likely stay more focused on with uh, the job in hand and what we're what we're supposed to be doing, but also the people that we're interacting with as well. So that's that's one one big tip for me is that I am now here. As I mentioned in the intro, you're also the author of Quantum Flow Running. For many of us returning to work and uh, returning to the daily routine, what sort of positive benefits does does running have? Running is is involved in all our lives, you know, and, and the way I see it, that it's great to exercise, but if you can bring the exercise benefits that you are creating for yourself while you run, 
if you can bring that back into the energy that you're creating into your or bringing it into your daily life then it's way more important for us to do so running can provide us with a little bit of headspace it improves our heart rate it improves our circulation it helps us to detox and to cleanse the body and it also gives us a better appetite maybe for um, more nutrition or higher levels of nutrition so while we can still process a little bit of sugar and a little bit of carbohydrate and protein it means that we're not overpopulating the body with negative foods and that we're burning our fats and we're keeping everything in balance so running can help everybody it's associated in every sport and to be honest with you it happens whether you're running up the stairs to work running for a bus running for a train um, you know, we're running and we're mobile. So it, it's not just about specifically for uh, high performance running athletes. This sort of level of running that I'm talking about, I'm introducing people to through the book, is just to basically help everybody start or continue to and enjoy running as they go work on session by session. And I suppose as we've been a little bit more sedentary throughout this whole thing, it's to help us stay injury free when we do return to uh, more intense exercise. Yeah, once once you can stay injury free, and the main reason, the main way to do that is by building um, elasticity into the muscle groups. So that's what the book focuses on primarily. There's 27 exercises, and they focus on building, I suppose, mobility and elasticity into the muscle beds, which really helps you improve your speed and improve your your technique as well as uh, staying injury free have you any final thoughts for returning to work that you'd like to share well really i just think it's uh, it's all about investing how you're going to feel tomorrow so the things that we can do today um like taking responsibility for our thoughts our moods um focusing on our nutrition and focusing on our fitness and our flexibility, you really just need to uh, not leave it to chance how you're feeling. So things like stretching and exercising, breathing properly, eating well, getting that bit of relaxation, but also building energy all the time and not leaving uh, how you feel to chance tomorrow. So getting up and investing in today's energy and, and that'll help to see you right through tomorrow as well. Don't forget to check out Quantum Flow Performance on Facebook, where Tony streams a free 20-minute Pilates class live each morning. Tony is also the author of Quantum Flow Running, and if you're interested in learning more about his book, you can visit quantumflowperformance.com. You've been listening to Your Body Under Lockdown.